Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to the Excel in Retirement Show. This is show 60, and my name is David Treese, and I am thankful to have you listening here. Growing up, I played baseball for three years, and I've enjoyed the sport ever since then. The first year I played, I was a Cub, and I have liked the Chicago Cubs ever since then. Admittedly, though, I don't follow it closely, and I'm not even sure how the Cubs are doing this year, but I've always enjoyed going to baseball games. I've been to, I went to Wrigley Field when I was in Chicago, never to a Cubs game, though. I've been to an Orioles game and a Braves game. And when I lived in Denver, I went to quite a few Rockies games. And so if you're ever visiting Denver in the summer, a Rockies game is a great thing to do. You can sit there and see the mountains in the background, and it's typically pretty nice weather. And it's a really cool stadium. So I encourage you to do that if you're ever visiting Denver in the summer. But I was excited to learn that Spartanburg was getting a new baseball team this season. It's called a wooden bat league for college athletes. So all the players are college athletes. And in college, apparently, they use metal bats, but in the pros, they use wood bats. So the league is designed to showcase how college athletes may perform using wooden bats in the pros. And there are numerous teams in the southeastern states, and they all have clever names. We're called the Spartanburgers. And there's the Macon Bacon and the Savannah Bananas, and so a lot of them are food-oriented, I guess. And so I went to opening night with Carl, my father-in-law, and we had a great time. It was beautiful weather that night, and I'd been wanting to go back ever since. So we finally made it back this past Saturday with some of our friends. Now, the Spartanburgers play at the oldest ballpark in South Carolina. It opened in 1926 in Duncan Park, and there was a minor league team that played there until the mid-1990s. They were a developmental team or a minor league team for the Phillies, and they moved to Kannapolis, North Carolina, where I'm from, and so I'd gone to their games up in Kannapolis when I was a kid. And so we uh, we went back, though, for a Spartanburgers game with Amelia, my daughter. She's three years old, and, and Mallory, my wife, and this was Amelia's first sporting event. And she was absolutely, positively terrified of the mascot. Now, the mascot is a giant ketchup bottle, (laughs) a big red ketchup bottle. And every time the mascot would come around, she would cover her eyes and hide behind me. And I put a picture of this in our newsletter this week. Uh, If you'd like to get our newsletters with with extra content, it's a a once-a-week email we send out on Wednesdays. You can go to clientsexcel.com and look for the podcast newsletter tab. And there is a place for you to submit your email address there. And we'll send you our once-a-week email there. We don't ever share that or, 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 uh, or send anything else there. It's funny, though, how small kids think that hiding behind their dad or mom or covering their eyes may cause a problem to go away. 
But it got me thinking about some people's approach to investing. I found some people avoid the obvious in hopes that something will change. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, commonly referred to as the Dow, comprises 30 large U.S. companies. And the Dow hit a record last week. It closed above 35,000 points. The Dow companies are companies like Apple, Boeing, Caterpillar, and 3M is one, and, and there's various other ones, and you have probably heard of every one of those 30 companies. They're staples in our society, and they are the 30 largest companies in America. So a lot of people may talk about how the market is doing overall, and they may talk about the Dow, or sometimes they're referring to the S&P 500, which is 500 large companies. But the largest of the large are in the Dow. Last week, I was on a quarterly webinar where Frontier Asset Management, they're one of our strategic partners, uh, their analysts were reviewing their outlook for the market for the remaining part of the year. And they shared a chart that GMO developed. Now, GMO is an asset management firm, and they manage over $100 billion last time I checked. And they measure 11 different asset classes, and they show all but one of those 11 asset classes are expected to lose value in real purchasing power over the coming years. And I'll put a link to this, this chart in the show notes so you can access that if you would like. The, the Market Watch article I'm referring to said, if you have a 401k and you're of a nervous disposition, a nervous disposition, uh-oh, uh, where did my quote go? It went away. If you're of a nervous disposition, you probably don't want to look at this chart. Even by standards of GMO, the super-cautious money management firm in Boston, best known for its famous co-founder, Jeremy Grantham, it's terrifying. Talking about the chart, they said it's terrifying. While one of the criticisms of GMO could be that they tend to be overly cautious, they are the ones that are credited with correctly forecasting the dot-com and the mortgage meltdown crash in the 2000s, in that 2000 decade where we saw two major catastrophes in the market, they accurately predicted both of them. You'd never know such dire forecasts exist if you just logged into your uh, portfolio every day and checked the balance. Let's talk about perspective. Around this time last year, the Dow was trading at 26,000 points. Ten years ago, the Dow was trading at 14,000 points. Now, I believe that's about a 60% growth in the Dow over the last decade. That's phenomenal. It's almost like the index has been on a sprint ever since the Great Recession. What happens when a sprinter runs out of air? You might see sprinters in the Olympics right now with them going on. But when a sprinter runs out of air, a pullback happens. And when I was cycling... I was never good at hill climbing, going up the big hills, but I would try to, when I was in a race, I would just kind of try to sit in and stay with the group and stay in the top third of the group and wait for the last lap, and then I would sprint for everything I had. And the person oftentimes that had the most amount of fuel in their tank or in their legs or in their lungs could win a race or place or get very high up there. And at the end of that, though, 
you are so fatigued, and it's almost like a balloon deflating is how it feels in your lungs. You are absolutely done. So at any, at any rate, a pullback happens. I'm no longer able to continue sprinting when I've given it everything I've got. It sure seems like the market has given us everything it's got at this point. And the bad news is, is we can't hide behind our dad's back to prevent the mascot or a, or a market correction from seeing us. If we're in the market, eventually that giant ketchup bottle mascot is going to come over to us like it did us at the game. It was walking around and it came over and Amelia got even more scared. When the market corrects, if you have not done your due diligence by preparing, you may be impacted. If you've worked with a financial advisor, you may have had a meeting once a year or so where the planner said, we need to rebalance your portfolio. Does that sound familiar to you? Often the advisor may make changes to your account and you may be weighted too heavily in bonds or stocks and the advisor may want to have an appropriate split where they think that you should be uh, diversified or, or have a symmetric, symmetrical split between your holdings. Now at our firm, we typically don't talk in those terms. We speak on an asymmetrical versus symmetrical basis. The balanced portfolio I'm describing here where there's 50% equities, 50% bonds, is symmetrical. It's nice and round. It's a clean circle, so to speak and it's easy to understand. However, we use an asymmetrical approach at our firm. The first thing we do is we use a bond replacement that does not have interest rate risk like bonds do, but it produces a bond-like return when interest rates are normalized. Uh, it produces an interest rate that is similar to what a bond would produce when interest rates are normalized, meaning paying five to seven percent. This is our safety net where our clients may draw income from in down markets. We really, really don't want to spend our money that is in the markets if the market is down. So if we've lost money, we don't want to take money out of the market at that point. Secondly, we use portfolio managers that focus on algorithmic investing, which I mentioned two episodes ago, I believe. And these we focus on algorithmic investing techniques. This is not a buy-and-hold strategy like Warren Buffett or Harry Markowitz would propose. This strategy is most uh, is 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 this strategy like most symmetrical advisors. It uh, excuse me. This is not a strategy like most symmetrical or balanced portfolio advisors would use. We remove the human emotion of trading in the market. So many times people go to cash at the wrong times. When you're trying to time the market, you have to be right twice. You have to know when to get out and you have to know when to get in. And if you have that figured out, you should be a very wealthy person. So we rely on computer algorithms to dictate when to buy, hold, or sell. We remove that, emo uh, that human emotion that dictates how some people invest at times. Remember the above situation where people just want to hold on. I've heard it quite a bit recently. People want to hold on for a little bit more growth in the Dow. They don't know when to get out. They are using human emotion to make their decisions and this isn't to be diminished, though. We are all humans, after all. We are all emotional creatures, but our money isn't emotional, and the stock market doesn't care what we believe. We found that asymmetrical modeling allows our clients 
money to be all weatherproof. Here's the crux of the situation. It really doesn't matter what's happening in the market. You're still going to live, Lord willing, and you're still going to need income if you're like 90% of people off of your portfolio. And so what do you do when bad times come? If you have an all-weatherproof plan, like I've described and like we help people with, then financial storms, their impact is diminished or is not as significant as it may otherwise be if you were using a traditional approach. This is a little bit more about how we help people. If you'd like to talk more about it, you can reach me by calling 864-641-7955. That's 864-641-7955. Or you can shoot me an email at connect at clientsexcel.com. We appreciate you listening and look forward to having you back next week. Have a great day. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.